0: people people, welcome to the better everyday podcast episode we're gonna call it episode one fresh start 2023 <laughs> and jackie's here i didn't get to that yet Sorry, we're coming ahead. to you from the gym i'm here coach d's here coach J is here and Pig is here um this podcast is going to be titled brain body connection <laughs> <laughs> Take it
1: off, Dave. <laughs> All right, guys. So brain-body connection works. I was going to go with, like, mind-body connection, but either way, it doesn't matter. We're talking about the they same They check stuff. into mind-body. They're going to be confused. <laughs> you're They're going to think they're coming to class. So as simply as we could possibly put it, it's essentially think about what you're doing when you're doing it. I know it feels sort of outrageous for us to have to even say that, but I think... <laughs> often (laughs) that's just (laughs) pig i think a lot of times when you guys come in here and you start doing an exercise you're thinking about a million other things like what you're having for dinner getting to work getting your kids ready like whatever it might be so this is just another reminder that we need to be like really present especially when we're lifting and we're just going to tell you some of the reasons why anyone have anyone else to say on that just as far as like not being present when you're working out
0: Well, yeah. That could be a whole other podcast. Yeah, that could be a whole other podcast. But I think you might be surprised, like, when you're doing, like, an RDL, if you think about your hamstrings or the back of your legs and your butt, that you actually do feel it more there. Like, you probably think we're crazy people when we say it until you try it. It really does
1: work. So I think the thing – we've been saying to you guys a lot, where are you feeling this? What are you feeling? And we're not just asking these questions, like, for – our own knowledge or just to, like, waste breath, we actually want we're to know. We're not
0: just trying to make conversations.
1: <laughs> Especially, Especially me. me. Especially if <laughs> Melissa's asking you. She doesn't, she doesn't care about talking to you. She just, just cares yes. about where you feel the movement. We just want to hear from yeah. you at just all. Just answer the question so I can walk away. <laughs> so when we're asking you what, what you feel and where you feel it, the whole purpose of that is to gain information so that we can help you sort of isolate the muscles that you're supposed to be using so that you can overall get a better effect of the exercise. So some ways to do this a little bit better um let's we could think about like when we say send your brain to the muscles that you're using like alyssa just said we could use the rdl i'm gonna just hope most of you know what an rdl is um if you don't know what an rdl is you see jackie you're doing personal training (laughs) she's onboarding you i'm asking everyone that comes in the door if they know what an rdl is if your
0: answer's
1: no i'll see you in a session
0: we'll sign you up you're fine
1: So when we think about an RDL, we're using the back of our bodies. We're using our upper back, our hamstrings, our butts. So it's helpful to actually, like, think about those muscles and, like, visualize your body doing that movement. And it's it's sending your brain to those muscles to get more efficient use from them.
0: I just want to add to that, like when you're thinking about using your upper back for the RDLs, it'll remind you to squeeze your shoulder blades together because we can't always be there to say it every single rep, you will forget and you will let your shoulder blades, like, fall apart. You need to think about it so you remember to pull them together.
1: Yeah, I actually think that's, like, the thing, the biggest thing with deadlifts and and RDLs is not people necessarily, like, keeping their upper backs... Wait, I forgot what I was just (laughs) going (laughs) to (laughs) say. No, I was going to say that... Everyone restart. here is a pretty good. We have we have pe- a lot of people with good hinges here. But what happens usually is that the bar, like the weight of the bar, usually just pulls their shoulders forward, so they relax their upper yeah. backs. But it's not a it's not a muscle thing. It's a mind thing. It's like you're not thinking about doing that, so that's the first thing to sort of go. Um, but that could be with so many other things where we don't even realize that it's happening visually, but it's like when you say to us like, oh, I I feel this in my lower back, or I feel this in the front of my shoulder, like all places that we don't necessarily want you to feel stuff, and it's just because you need to hone in what you're thinking about using, because your body's gonna always use the path of least resistance, um, and that's not always the place that we want you to be feeling it. So that's kind of what happens when you're not thinking about it, your body just sort of takes over and does whatever it wants. Um, Like to stick to the RDL example, like.
0: You might, be, you might be able to do a lot more weight if you're not squeezing your shoulder weights together because you don't have to use your upper back as much. Like, your legs can handle a lot. Your upper back might not be able to handle as much, so we focus on that. The weight might be lighter, but you're going to feel it a lot more in the places that you want to feel it.
1: You're being much more effective and efficient in your movement. And that's another reason why just speaking of effective and efficient is that we tend to slow things down, especially as of lately, because the more time under tension, so the longer you're doing an exercise, the, long, the better you can really hone in on the things that you're supposed to be using because you're slowing it down. The faster you do something, I don't care who you are, the less you're going to feel it in the places where you're supposed to feel it. You might jack your heart rate up and feel out of breath, feel like you're winded, feel like you got a great workout. But did you get the, the stimulus that we wanted you to get from it? Probably not. Um, so that's another reason why we've really been slowing things down is so that you can truly like get the benefit of the things that we're doing and I think
0: a lot of us are programmed because of you know society social media whatever to think that heavier is always better but that's not necessarily true also if you want to know what time under tension is I think if you go back like three podcasts you can listen to it we'll talk about it
2: (laughs) again if you don't know what time under tension is when I ask you when you walk in the door
1: I'll see you in a session sign you up (laughs) walking in the door is starting to feel like really pretty stressful (laughs) I'm stressed (laughs) and I think the the biggest um thing to just go back to like I feel like I didn't or we didn't spend enough time talking about like minimizing like distractions when you're working out obviously you guys don't have headphones in and you don't have your cell phones like on the turf but there is still a lot of distractions that's going on in your own brains mentally so it's kind of like like using the gym as a space where you're just thinking about you and you're just thinking about what you're supposed to be doing rather than like being somewhere else. Like this is only 45, 60 minutes. Like you can be selfish for that time and just think about the things that you're supposed to be thinking about instead of like take a break from thinking about all the bullshit. Like think about your life and think how often you think about one thing. It's pretty rare. There's usually a million things going on up there. And I think that that's just – this is more – I think it's turning into a podcast about being present and how important that is. But it, I'm really just trying to show you that the the more you hone in on the things you're supposed to be doing, the more of an effective workout, the more you're going to engage the correct muscles, the more you're going to feel it in the right places um, and obviously get better at it. I know that sometimes it's frustrating when we say like, where do you feel this? And like, we'll take RDL for an example. And then somebody says, "Oh, I feel it in my lower back. I'm doing it wrong." It's not necessarily that you're doing it wrong. It's just that it could be done more effectively. Um, so it's just having patience and being coachable that like we can get you there. But it's like we need you to meet us halfway. Like again, we're not just asking these questions like for the fun of it. Especially Alyssa, Jackie, and I maybe. <laughs> it's very, rare, very rare. Very rare. <laughs> um, but I guess what we're trying to say is that like over the next couple of weeks, like when we're asking you where you feel this and give us like really think about where you're feeling it when you're doing it so that you can give us an answer. And then we can help troubleshoot because really it, it's useless if we can't help you troubleshoot.
0: I feel like a lot of you guys too will be surprised when we tell you where you're supposed to be feeling and where you think you're supposed to be feeling it. Right. Like the pull down example, like a lot of people think you're supposed to feel it like your shoulders and biceps. It's actually an upper back exercise and a lat exercise.
1: My mind is blown. Like, when we do pull-downs in here, I'm, like, actually shook at the amount of people who feel it in the front of their shoulders. I mean, if I biceps. do
0: it without thinking about it, I feel it like in my shoulders and my biceps. But then when I focus on using my lats and upper back, that's where I feel it. So you're practicing what you preach? Rare.
2: <laughs> Body's taking the path of least resistance when you're yeah. thinking about it.
0: It's like that you feel a deadlift in your lower back because it's a lot easier to do a deadlift where you're using your lower back and you move a lot more weight. But it's not the best for you, obviously. So I
2: think...
1: Sorry, pig distraction. <laughs> um, so just to kind of like recap on feeling things where you're supposed to be feeling them, it's all about visualizing the muscles that you're using and actually sending your brain to those places to, to get the work done. Anybody have anything else to say about that or like helpful cues or something like that?
2: I think if, if you're asked when you come in here where you feel it and you don't know, slow your movement down even more. Give yourself more time to feel something. And once you feel it, then you can start to speed it up again.
1: It takes a couple reps sometimes, and takes some, some slow movement to feel it. Even just the purpose of us doing warm-up sets is to kind of start, like, turning those muscles on and, like, engaging with the s- muscles that we're supposed to be engaging with. We're not just doing warm-up sets, like, for the hell of it, like, to kill time. There's actually a purpose, and... If you're not feeling it where you're supposed to be feeling it in the warm-up sets, like, let somebody know. Like, we can help.
0: Like, if you're doing, like, a goblet squat or, like, a barbell RDL, when you start with just the bar or a light weight, like, you should feel it in the same places that you feel it when you're doing your heaviest working weight. It should all be the same places. It shouldn't be RDL with the bar. I feel my legs RDL when I put 40 pounds on it. Oh, it's all my lower back. That's not how it should be
1: so interesting that you say that because i always find that like, when i'm doing something like a goblet squat like it takes me so much that i would prefer to do a lighter weight more reps or else i really don't All well, i feel this tension i'm holding the dumbbell yeah. um so even that like we can it it's it's just about being present and forcing yourself to be here and not be a million other places so that we can help you get to the place where you want to be um it's ultimately just a form of active meditation yeah that's what i was thinking which is difficult. Very difficult. I think we can all agree that it's really hard to be where well, you are and yes. be conscious. But I feel present. like a
0: lot of people think meditation is like clearing your brain so it's empty, but it's not. It's focusing on one singular
2: thing. And then as other stuff comes in, so you're like mid rat and you're trying to feel something in your hamstrings and you start thinking about having to get the dog groomed.
1: Not is that what you're thinking about you no thinking groomed <laughs> it's <what we're> <laughs> about right, right now. <laughs> not sitting on that thought just let the thought go and go back to what you're doing in the first place that's the basis of mind muscle connection i think that's a really good point that it's like it's not that other thoughts aren't going to come into your head it's just like shift then then re go back to thinking about the thing that you're doing it's like the thoughts are going to come in but it's up to you to kind of like combat them with like the thing that you're doing um and like i said earlier like it's nice to give your brain a break from thinking about all the regular shit that you think about it's nice to think just about what you're doing um i was actually reading this book and it was talking about how like everything that we do is like so sub subconscious right Mm -hmm. and she was saying that to just even like prove this theory to yourself is like whatever every hour or something set a timer and see if what you're doing actually matches up with what you're thinking about and like i bet if we all took three hours into that the point would be that you wouldn't be thinking about the thing that you're doing and it's like something that you could practice in your everyday life like when you're washing your hands or something, you could just think about like the temperature of the water, like how soapy it is, what it smells like, rather than thinking about other things. So it's like, to get better at this, you can practice being present more often in your everyday life. So it, it's definitely some, a skill that in here can translate outside and also vice versa. That's like, I think another example of that too, is like
0: when you drive home from somewhere and all of a sudden you're home and you're like, how the fuck did I get <laughs> That's here? That's scary. Yeah, it's like, well, you were not thinking about driving, obviously your mind was somewhere else like simple stuff like that like when you're driving like don't text on your phone obviously but just just drive just be present and drive or when you go to the bathroom don't bring your phone true <laughs> just be
2: present <laughs> Maybe that's a hard one and using the bathroom <laughs> yeah, like think about what you're doing in there <laughs> but seriously but that's like
1: hard, to, it's hard it's hard to go hard. to the bathroom without your phone like it we're is.
0: programmed to use that phone when we're going to the
1: bathroom it it's is scary wild the more that you Practice doing this, whether it be going to the bathroom, <laughs> driving, whatever, the better you'll get at it. And obviously, the more, more effective pleasant. your workouts will be. And yes, the more that calm stuff. your nervous system will be.
0: And then you can nasal breathe, but we'll get into that later.
1: There's probably a podcast on nasal probably, breathing. So it's just going to have to be just
2: us nasal breathing. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it sounds, sounds like when nasal
0: breathe. We'll have Nate come in as a, a guest star on that <laughs> one. You can sit here and nasal <laughs> breathe. <laughs>
1: Let's see. Anything else, ladies, to add to this? Um, I think
0: you'll be surprised at how effective this is, and also surprised at how difficult it is. Just and because you, c- it's really hard to learn. Like, don't get frustrated with it. It's hard to learn to calm your brain, especially like it's gonna be harder for others more than some more someone. than others. So some. I think it's the
1: same. It's gonna be harder for some more than others. Better be than all. <laughs> potato potato. No, I was going to say that too if like your first set you're like oh, forget it I can't send my brain to my, my biceps well like yeah you probably can't but like be coachable and like give yourself some time to actually learn how to do this it's like learning to lift like I, I feel like you're, we're always continuing to learn how to do this stuff it's not something that you we tell you and it's like oh I can automatically implement this um, takes practice just like everything else and it's important and it's an easy way to have a more effective workout Last step best Better every day. You Woo. know it's it's also That's a nice. tough one.
0: <laughs> when you're doing your um 5 minutes of nasal breathing, this is a hard one. 5 minutes of nasal
1: breathing just think about what you're doing while you're nasal breathing. No. That one's tough for me. It's a hard one. That's really hard. It's a really like hard a set one. Set of RDLs fine. 5 minutes of nasal breathing. Whew. It's a goal.
0: A good goal to work up yeah. to, being present while you're doing your 5 minutes of nasal breathing.
1: I will say that if you do think about like for instance when I'm walking or running or nasal breathing, it kind of lets your, if you are just thinking about what you're thinking about, it kind of opens the door for your brain to have, like, really great thoughts. Like, sometimes after I do five minutes of nasal breathing and I actually do focus on it, when I get off the bike, I am feeling, like, all of a sudden, like, creative. So it does, like, stimulate something in your your brain and your body to, like... But that's also, like, why they always say you have your best ideas in the
0: shower. It's because you're in the shower and all you're thinking about is showering. <laughs> like, it's very simple. So your brain has the power to think about right. other creative, better ideas instead of just, like everything else in the world that's going on. When you're showering, you're thinking about showering.
2: It's like, stop thinking about the normal things so you can think about better things. Yeah, yeah.
0: literally. Yeah. Huh. That should
2: be like, yeah. can you say that again? Oh my God. Stop. I don't remember what I said. Right. <laughs> the thing is stop thinking point. about normal things so you can think about better things. Yeah. Stop thinking about what you're supposed to think about. so that you Start you're thinking about what you should be thinking about.
1: Love that that's some good shit yeah. and
0: also to add to that when you're doing something that you hate for example i hate rowing and jumping rope this is a tough one for me while you're doing the thing that you hate don't think about how much you hate it like i would used to get stuck in doing my jump rope just think about i fucking hate jump ropes every time i get caught i get frustrated but just think about how much you don't hate it think about something else just count the reps just don't think about how much you
1: hate it, it makes it better Hi, my name is Dana. I'm training for a half marathon and I hate running, but every run I don't tell myself that I hate running. I'm just like, I'm going to go out and do this. Same idea. Is that you committing to the half marathon? This is me verbally committing to running a half.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. I was once a hater of running too, believe it or not.
1: But I totally agree when I'm just like in it and I'm like, wow, this hurts, this sucks, whatever. It's way worse and it goes by way slower. If I just like embrace all of the things that I'm feeling, um, it's usually a better experience. (laughs) (laughs) on that note <laughs> on that note think
0: about your muscles when you're using them if you don't know where you should feel it ask us even though we probably already told you and you just weren't listening we'll probably be like really but we'll still tell you again
1: and also if we ask you try to like tell it, give us an answer yes give us feedback even if you
2: think you're going to tell us what we don't want to hear we just want to hear something. You
1: don't know what I don't want
2: to hear. You have no idea, have no idea what I don't want to hear. Especially you think we don't
1: want to hear it, tell, tell us. us. So that's usually the info we want. We usually host. want that info. Again, when we say us, I mean really. Jackie and I, it's not loosely loosely us. <laughs> AK. <You're>
2: <laughs> loosely, <laughs> me.
0: Tell me specifically exactly what I asked you and no more. <laughs> so
1: your,
2: your action step is next time you come in the gym, your first warm-up set, start right then and there, sending your brain to your muscles. I love an action step. I feel like it's always
1: helpful. That's it, people. How do we end it? I forget. We usually recap, which we kind of were doing, but yeah. If you want the recap, just re-listen to this. (laughs) Like like, (laughs) rewind like 45 seconds from here. Rewind like two minutes and like it's a recap. It's just a long
0: recap. Better every first podcast of 2023. Welcome to the podcast, Jackie.
2: Thanks. Bye. Bye.